track 10, making a home in late medieval North Cork. The arrival of the Anglo-Normans in the 12th century forever changed the political landscape of North Cork. Overlordship was gradually wrested from the hands of the Gaelic Irish and passed into the possession of a new elite. Many of these nobles held names that are now synonymous with Cork, such as the Barrys of Barry's Court and the Roaches, Lords of Formoy. To seal their grip on the countryside, the Normans began to control the landscape with castles. Some also established new settlements, like the one the Fitzdevides de Saint-Michel nurtured in the foothills of the Gauti Mountains, today's Mitchellstown. The new settlers also established new religious houses, such as the Cistercian Abbey at Formoy. But as with all political change, many aspects of life for ordinary folk remained the same. The locals still needed to make a living, and they still needed a roof over their heads. One such local was a specialist in a craft that needed no introduction in North Cork. At Gary Lee, in the midst of the plain between the Galti and Kilworth Mountains, archaeologists uncovered yet more evidence for blacksmithing. Operating in the late 13th and 14th century, this forge was at a smaller scale than that of its early medieval predecessors. Rather than producing raw iron, the Gary Lee Smith was in the business of forming iron into finished objects. As well as the metal waste that surrounded his smithing hearth, there was also an abundance of hammer scale, created when the smith had struck red-hot iron with his hammer. Fragments of ceramic tuyeres also survived. These ceramic tubes formed the end of a set of bellows, the means by which the medieval smith injected oxygen into his hearth to control and maintain the temperature. The most impressive late medieval remains were excavated at Gortnahaun. There, two unenclosed rectangular medieval homes were discovered, set 25 metres apart on sloping ground. Both buildings were orientated in the same direction, suggesting they were built around the same time. Their walls were formed of a clay mix known as cob, while their main timber frame would have been set on stone pads. Each house was around 10 metres long and 4.5 metres wide, with the floors cut into the slope on which they were built. Outside drainage ditches were designed to carry water away from the buildings, while inside hearths provided a source of heat for the inhabitants. It is possible that the medieval farmers who lived here shared their homes with livestock, particularly during the winter months. These arrangements were known as buyer houses. Typically, the family would occupy the upslope section of the home, with two or three cattle housed in the lower end. The Gertnahaun houses are of a style that appears to have arrived around the same time as the Anglo-Normans, and these examples were erected sometime between the 11th and 13th centuries. Whether they were occupied by new settlers or by Gaelic-Irish cottiers remains a mystery. What we do know is that a similar homestead was excavated not far away at Mondaniel, near Rathcormac, 
suggesting that these homes may once have been a common sight on the Anglo-Norman manors of North Cork. The centuries that followed the building of the Gortnahoun Cobb houses were punctuated by alternating periods of calm and conflict. By the 18th and 19th centuries, relative stability had returned. The latest significant site excavated on the M8 scheme dated to this period. At Ballinglana North, a small rectangular building some 8 metres long and 5 metres wide was discovered. Within was a wealth of material that told the story of ordinary life in the 19th century. Pottery sherds from jugs, plates and cups abounded, with simple earthenware found side by side with decorated slipwares and transfer printwares. Among the other finds were the clay pipes that were once an ever-present sight in the hands and mouths of men and women across the island. The building was immediately beside the late 19th century Glencora Bridge, a key crossing on the Kilworth to Glanworth Road. It may once have served as a worker's cottage during bridge construction, or perhaps was home to a local tenant family. Though they would never have known it, those that spent their lives in this modest stone house by the Glencora stream were living, literally, in the footsteps of their ancestors. Nearby were the remains of stone tools once lost or discarded by their hunter-gatherer forebears, the first to have dipped their toes in the cool waters of the Glencora. These two sites, 10,000 years apart, bookend a remarkable journey through the lives of North Cork's inhabitants, one that touched on the experiences of people from every era in the human story of Ireland.